El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracks called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, she's a comic from Boston who's been on the show before, but it's been a while. We talk all the time about the best jokes a person can tell about Jeff May, which, for the record, is all of them. All jokes about Jeff May are good. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Laura Crawford. Also joining me, he's an editor and my co-worker at Cracked. We sit in the same row at the office and everything. How neat is that? I think this is his second or third time on the show, but who the hell's counting? I'm mostly just trying to fill words here. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Sargent. Finally, he's my roommate now, so there's that detail. He's also a super funny comic who has a new comedy special in the works that you should be watching for someday. Until then, catch us co-producing the Darkest Hour show at Westside Comedy Theater in Santa Monica the second Friday of every month. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Denny. It's going to be a great show. Has the clock started? It has started. Time is ticking away. Are you tired of talking about this subject yet? No. I am. Are you? I am. I haven't even started. Every single podcast for the last, seems like, seven months, and for the next seven months in the future, it's going to be all all Nazis. Sorry. Sorry. All Trump. Not Sorry, Trump. someone in the media is taking Donald Trump seriously, Brett. <laughs> Even if you don't want to, are you? I'm trying to be You're the sanest in the person when are in you the media. In the media, exactly. Yeah, that's I know. You? That's, that's a what, stretch. I guess we're be... all in the media. Though. <laughs> yeah, you need to be a frequent guest on MSNBC if you're going to say you're a media personality. They I don't agree. Have a high bar. They don't have a high I bar. agree. I should be a regular guest on. Can MSNBC. you introduce me to mm. S.E. Cup? I just want to meet. I just want to meet a lady Republican journalist who sounds like she owns textile factories. <laughs> I'm S.E. Cup. Yeah, it's like the worst name ever. You got your wrist caught to a fringe. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a bunch of guests here. Um, I haven't done the intro yet, so. Are we just doing Maybe it I live? won't even do one. Do it live! No, fuck that. Fuck it! Josh Sargent's here. Do it live! Hi. Hey! Adam, how you doing? How's it going? Good. We work together. We sit in the same general area. Within sight of each other. Yeah, we just sit in that wing for people who... Is that where they just put people who aren't here that much? Because, like, Swaim's over there, I'm over well, I'm there. I'm straight up here every day. I think it's where they put people that... Yeah, what? How'd you get... We're the ones who actually get work done, and everybody else just parties and... Oh, that's probably what it is. In the party bubble. That's what yeah, I... Yeah, that's what it is. Tell myself. Bubble? Fucking party machines. Then, where you party with your string cheese and complimentary coffee? Coffee. Coffee? I was, uh, I was waiting to get in here, and I was starting to have, like, post-traumatic corporate America flashbacks oh, of yeah. just just cubicle life and oh, yeah. like there was like 12 people in this corner just got up to go have a meeting about probably fucking nothing yeah and, and they walked out like everybody with just grins ear to ear like we really got a lot accomplished i was like <laughs> oh god i'm gonna fucking kill myself in one of these places that's how i'm a, gonna go i took a bus we had a chartered bus thing to a clippers game here at the company because we're owned by a company that owns a bunch of different sites mm-hmm. and uh, i had never been to a clippers game so i get on this bus and everyone around me is just complaining about like office politics type stuff like hours and how they don't like different departments and i'm like i forget this is an actual office yeah yeah i'm just like what are you people talking about just go home if you don't like it just work, <laughs> yeah, just work from home work for the from week your, work yeah. from your bathtub well, like they, yeah. I do. they yeah. need that they need the structure they need the social environment to feel like they're a part of something i, I don't know i worked yeah. for a corporate office it was like this where it was like a cool one you know, where yeah. they're like, we have happy hour and you can have one glass of wine. Yeah. And, oh, they yeah. don't cut us off after one glass. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, you guys are really the party bus. But yeah. it's it's something to fill people's lives because they don't have real friends anymore. And, um, <laughs> yeah. If they much. have kids, then they're into that. The thing I never understood was, like, the amount of women who, like, dress up to go to the office for yeah. other women. That seems so funny. It's like... They buy whole wardrobes and they be like, those shoes are so cute. Just for that two second conversation in a kitchen. That's all they're doing it yeah. for. That's Laura Crawford, by the way. She's yeah. here. Are you going to do the intros or no? Well, it's a whole thing I record. I'm going to do okay. that. Okay. Af- like I mean, it's it. nice when people tell you your shoes are cute. 
Oh, it's wonderful. That's what I, I love, love when women show up in like sandals and sweatpants here. I'm like, you get it. Yeah. You get it. You get yeah. it. <laughs> you get what life is about. It's not a fucking fashion show. Who cares? It's <laughs> all fake. We die. Josh Denny's here, too. Yeah. It's so funny because after the last episode we did with Quincy and Danny, you had this episode subject matter. And I'm starting to think you don't have me on these shows as a comedian, but as your resident expert in Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone on Twitter was trying to tell me yesterday that Hitler's, that Nazis aren't interesting. And I was like, tell that to the History Channel. What are you talking yeah. about? Nazis aren't interesting. Yeah. I only like him because I would argue that the, Azi, the Nazis are the most interesting, I don't know, I'm war like, machine. I, in terms of fashion and politics. Art. <laughs> Do you know how many designers are basically aping Nazi uniforms? A, Look at what's the most popular haircut of the last five years. It's the Hitler, Hitler Youth. Youth. Yeah. Baffling complaint. Nazis. No, I'm saying I don't know. I'm over Nazis. Like, you know, the person saying this. Yeah, really? that's what they said. I was like, tell that to Indiana Jones movies in the History Channel. I can't even Nazis tell. Boring. What are you talking about? And I, their advancements in time travel. Let's not forget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and magic and black magic and sex <laughs> magic rituals. I the, wait, se- the, there was Nazi sex magic. Yeah, there was I'm Nazi sure. sex magic rituals in castles in Bavaria. Who, name oh, of my next did you album. see Hellboy? Hellboy was all about this. Yeah, Himmler. I think it was Himmler was the one who was super into the occult, right? I forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Him I'm yeah, just Himmler. saying, I can't even name the other two Reichs. Himmler. The yeah. other two Reichs? I don't know who they are. Yeah, fucking shitty first Reich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boring yeah, It was ass. a little too Roman for me. Boring <laughs> ass first Reich. Didn't get shit done. Yeah. They were just in the kitchen commenting on each other's shoes all day. I know. And they bastards. didn't get shit accomplished. There's so much office politics in play. They were like, I don't like the overtime policy here in this Reich. <laughs> Laura, have you listened to the podcast recently? No, not recently. Do you know we do this thing where I ask someone how they're doing, mm-hmm. and uh, then they talk, and say, how are you doing? And what I do is, you say something, mm-hmm. you say one word, do it, say something. Schwartz. Hit it, Brett! <laughs> you know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes, because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life, when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. And that's why we call this segment This Week in Me. About to get intense. Guitar shredding. I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. I'm gonna chain smoke during this. Um, Adam, you can't chain smoke in uh, in a finance meeting. <laughs> That's not true. Okay, you can fade it out. So yeah, you asked if I'm getting tired of this topic because we're talking about Donald Trump again. Ugh. And we didn't technically last week the podcast, which I recorded an hour ago. Yeah, I know I don't have to tell people that. It really frustrates Brett, especially when I go on and keep talking about how it frustrates him instead of getting to the point. Yeah, he doesn't like when you break the fourth wall. Yeah. Yeah, why are you lifting back the curtain? Keep some magic going, some mystery. No, there's no magic left. The mystery machine. (laughs) The the magic is gone. The last podcast was about Ace of Base, the 90s pop band. Yeah, they're Nazis. Yeah, who are absolutely Nazis. It took you an hour to convince everyone, and Laura is instantly like, yeah, they're Nazis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know all about them. They're Nazis. They saw the sign. It was a swastika. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it took me a while, yeah, on the last podcast to really sell people on the idea. But we ended it by talking about Donald Trump, because a lot of how Ace of Base ended up selling 9 million copies of Nazi records is because we're very capable, if someone's giving us a thing we need, we're very capable of ignoring the things they're saying or doing. You didn't have to look that hard to see that Ace of Base was singing about neo-Nazi ideals, Mm -hmm. but you did have to care enough to look a little. And it's kind of the same thing with Trump. You don't have to look really hard to figure out what he's doing, but you do have to care enough to look. Mm And no one seems to care enough to look right now. I like how the parallel between like the Republican Party is like entry level pop music because the only people who yeah. listen to Ace of Base, you know, they didn't really care about music. It was the yeah. music they threw at people who were in the grocery store, like who were the just, people that yeah. bought the album and then just played the single. Yeah, yeah. Is Donald Trump like the grocery store music of politicians? Yeah, pretty okay. much. I thought Pat, uh, Pat Buchanan was like that more just because he infiltrates the media to such a huge extent. And they're all like, eh, he's kind of bigoted. Yeah, but he's on TV a lot. Do you know about the yeah. ABBA Nazi connection, too? 
No. Oh, I think it's the red-haired girl in ABBA. Her dad was a Nazi. There was this program where, like, they were trying to get Aryan kids in Sweden and stuff like that, and uh, Nazi soldiers were trying to intentionally impregnate women in Sweden, you know, because they're more Aryan. And I think one, sure, sure, yeah, sure. one or two of the people in ABBA, their parents were Nazis. And that's the story of how ABBA came <laughs> to be. Take a chance on me, <laughs> Nazi. They did take a chance. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking more about Donald Trump this week. Because I want to talk about what people think will happen if he gets elected and how the country will look under those circumstances. First of all, is it even possible? <laughs> I won't be around to find out. It's possible. Of is course it, it possible? Is. Of course it is. I don't think so. I mean, you and I had this conversation last night. Yeah, like so we, pro- we probably don't need to talk about it. Well, probably. No, pro- <laughs> no I mean, yeah. no, <laughs> that was just sort of a Everyone knows. fuck off. Uh, no, I just, ultimately, I think it comes down to who's going to source the most campaign money, and it's not going to be him. You know, everyone goes, he doesn't need it, but I don't know that that doesn't mean he's not going to run independent. I think that's how it'll go. I think Bush will end up with the nod. He'll take somebody young and, and less polarizing like Rubio as a running mate, and Clinton will get her shit on her end, and... And then I think you might see two independent candidates run, because I don't know that Sanders wouldn't run independent as well. Well, that's the thing. I, I feel like if Trump ends up going independent and Clinton gets a nomination, I feel like Sanders will go independent, too. And well, then it's like no one's independent anymore. You might as well just have two parties if there's four. Right. Yep. Well, you had the whole thing that uh, Trump was recently saying about how Rubio and Bush aren't the bros that they pretend to be, and they really hate each other. Yeah, and, and uh, Florida so? politics. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, Florida politics is any kind of politics is mired in a lot of competition and jealousy, and you know, sort of political bargaining of who rules what. And I can't imagine that Bush is so happy that a guy from his backyard is getting all the sexy attention that he would like. I think yeah. it's the old John Ellis Bush jib. Jib. We're not going to elect an acronym. This is what I keep telling people. No one's going to elect a fucking acronym. Yeah, but he put an exclamation point at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I think it's more so. about the devil you know, though. And if he's somebody who's pulling attention as a presidential candidate... But can you know. he pull the money? Because he's not exciting. Who, and the, Rubio? Bush. Oh. Rubio is exciting. He can pull dollars. But I'm saying Bush, people have to get pumped up and feel a little lubed up to get you to you know, part with their you paycheck. You know who people are pumped up and lubed up about? Pumped up Trump. and lubed up. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They pumped up and lubed up. <laughs> They're very fired up about Donald Trump. They're fired up about him now, and he hasn't said anything. Yeah, it's not even just... He's not politically. even... He hasn't really even started delivering his plan to people. And people are already excited about him. And I brought I brought this up in the column. He's got a lot fewer opportunities to look stupid between now and when they pick their nominee. Mm-hmm. Mitt Romney had twenty seven Republican debates leading up to Jesus had so many. Leading up to the Republican National <laughs> Convention. Trump has ten. So he's got almost a third as many opportunities to look stupid on TV. Everything mm-hmm. else we're gonna hear is gonna be interviews where they can be spun however the Republican side wants to spin them. And I don't buy that the Republicans don't want him to get the nomination. I don't either. Even it's, you say he's getting heat politically, even comically. When I do shows now, I've done several bar shows in the last couple of months where people in the audience just yell, talk about Trump. Like it's all they want to hear about. It's just on their minds constantly. They can't get it out of their heads. And I'm like, if you have that level of mental penetration where it's not just like a day or two, we're like, talk about Rachel Dolezal. It's like... (laughs) Sustain momentum. I'm still talking about Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you're a hack. So. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! You know what I mean? So that, to me, signifies a huge level of mental penetration with these people. That, yeah. Yeah. Josh, you looked... Yeah, I mean, he has that, but he doesn't have any substance to fall back. He's still... He's just telling ghost stories over and over. Like, every, every opinion he's known for is just like... Um, anti-vaccination, uh, uh, build a wall, keep out the Mexicans, uh, you know, everything is reaction to an, ira- an imaginary fear with no real solution that he's offering. And once it comes down to running as a president, you do need a little bit. The system isn't so bad that you can get by with nothing. But it he does. Ha- practical. But that's the. Yeah, I think you can. I think that's yeah, well, the art of the bullshit that he's weaving. He talks a lot and says absolutely nothing. You know, but it's not. The, the fucked up thing is, I think intelligent people look at Trump and go, well, that's. That's never going to... You can't just get elected on that. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is most of the dumb people in this country, they love that shit. They're just like, yeah, fucking Mexicans. Yeah, and it's it's not just going to be him. If you look at his immigration policy, it's really clear. He's not going to go after white racists and say we have to get Mexicans out of the country. He's already got them. Yeah, he's already got them and he's going to let them keep all the guns, which... 
will be yeah. a problem eventually. But he's going to go into inner city neighborhoods. He'll he'll go right to Mexican communities and say, "Look, I'm not talking about you. These people are here illegally. You're a citizen. You're supposed to be here. You're doing the right thing." And all the Democrats want is to give these opportunities to illegal immigrants. Why shouldn't they be giving them to you? Why shouldn't Democrats be focusing on inner city neighborhoods where people are struggling instead of what's happening with illegal immigrants? And how the fuck are Democrats going to answer that? I feel like if he does that, he's going to lose the reactionary base that he has because he's so much is going around saying he's going to let them keep the guns. If you look at his gun plan, all it involves is one going into these same poor black communities. He specifically mentioned Chicago and Baltimore right in his gun Mm -hmm. plan. And it involves going into communities where there's a lot of gun violence. And any crime that involves a gun is a five-year mandatory minimum prison sentence. So he'll offer to take all the illegal guns off the streets, which will appease liberals whether they like it or not, because they want less gun crime. And that's a really obvious way to do it. It's not going to look good, but it's going to be hard for them to go, no, don't go arrest people for using guns? Well, yeah, maybe you should do that. And it's it's going to all be very hard for people to argue against because it's going to be what people want. They want gun control, and they'll get it with that. But at the same time, the crazy white racists, if you read his gun plan, everything else about it is making it easier for law-abiding citizens to own guns. If so, you missed that, Adam just did an air quote. Yeah, yeah, law-abiding. <laughs> so they'll still vote for him to keep their guns. They won't like it. They won't like voting for the president who is really focusing on helping minority communities. But they'll also be so terrified of the prospect that on the other side, it's going to be Clinton or Sanders offering to help mm-hmm. minority communities and wanting to take yeah. their guns. Well, no, I also so don't think they still con- vote for Trump. I also don't think the conservative right thinks that that matters because most of the conservative right thinks that you can take the guns out of that civilization and it's not going to change anything. People will just be bludgeoning each other to death with rocks and not shooting each other. So yeah. their their thought is like, that's fine. You're just going to take more of them off the streets, but the violence isn't going to go away. It's just going to change. Well, I was thinking about Donald Trump. The best thing going for him really is there's been this kind of like awkwardness among Republican candidates with minority groups a long time before this. You know, you have George Bush in Africa doing his retarded dance or yeah. Mitt Romney being like, who let the dogs out, right? <laughs> and the one great thing that Trump has going for him is he's completely shameless and he really has no problem just going up to any person and I think of any right. background and be like, Hi, I'm Donald Trump. Nice to see you. I'm very glamorous. This is my wife. She's very classy. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he like, so he has a kind of familiar, I mean, he's from fucking Queens. He's from New York. Do you think this is the first time he's ever tried to like run a game on somebody? It's like, he's a guy who's coming from the world of real estate. Do you think this guy has any morals? He's a fucking real estate Yeah, guy. I read a bio. <laughs> you know, it's absurd. Once there was a quote, it said he could sell sand to an Arab person. Yeah. That's scary. Like, but I won't shake one's hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I, I mean, his his lawyer was Roy Cohn. What further evidence do you need of complete incarnate evil? He worked with the mob. He yeah. worked with the mafia. He really has no qualms about using people as human shields for his business deals. He doesn't care. It, I can't believe we're counting Mike Huckabee out of this thing already. Oh, <laughs> he's so yeah. good. Well, his son killed. His son, <laughs> <laughs> well, his son murdered a dog. So I think most Americans would just <laughs> yeah. Once you kill but it. he plays the bass guitar. Yeah. How cool is that? Mm. Well, the weird thing about the the, the rates on Baltimore, you know, I was looking at you saying like crime besiege. It is not safe to live there. But I think in 2011, Baltimore reported the lowest number of homicides since 1978. So if you're born in like 1996, I mean, you do see a lot of crime, but not nothing compared to what your parents had seen. So, I mean, to appeal to young but people. But it's a lot more than what me and you see. No, I don't see 196 homicides a year. <laughs> no. And <laughs> that's, a good th- year. that's the thing. We've we've really made it a point of making crazy white dudes the face of gun violence. No, it's not. But not even close. Like in Chicago, there've been like 1600 people shot just yeah. in Chicago this year, and there've been like maybe 12 1300 people hit in spree shootings. Yeah everywhere. Well, the problem is so really at training. Some, that's what worries me about Trump's plan is at some point it's going to make people answer for the things they've been wanting 
but in a really uncomfortable way. Yeah, it's really like a have your cake and eat it too yeah, moment. Yeah, like at yeah. some point he'll present this gun plan and liberals will hate it. No, you can't impose mandatory minimums and just go in and arrest everyone but, in poor communities. And then he'll go, well, what do you want me to do? But mandatory They're minimum. committing crimes and I'm just, I just want to arrest them and get the guns off the street. And the plan he's referencing, it's called Project Exile, was started in Richmond, Virginia. Always a good name for something. Exactly. Mm. It cut murders by 60%. Yeah, which is great. If he does that nationwide, it's going to work. And what can anyone say? Like, how can you say, no, don't do that? But a lot of governors are going against mandatory minimums now, you know, like across the board, across uh, party lines, because their jails are just way too overflowing. You know, so right, a lot right. of people are more interested, I think, in the news, what you see coverage of, of people, you know, with DNA testing and getting people out of prison and ma- erasing mandatory minimums or reducing drug convictions and stuff like that. I think people more interested in keeping less people in prison than more people in prison. I think as long as there's no vacancies, it's the right amount. <laughs> Like, I just don't want empty cells going to waste. You know, we should got to have not. somebody in there. But yeah. uh, get the homeless in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fix that's that a problem. really great. That's a yeah. really We're great. working on it. Okay. It basically. would be better than where most of them live. I think I would rather live in a cell than live in a yeah. fucking, under an overpass. You bring up a great point. I'm just Santa like. Santa Monica's were, nice. Yeah. If it were that <laughs> option or like taking a flyer on robbing a bank and then ending up in a great sex house with free meals every day. Yeah. If you're a gay criminal, prison's probably pretty good. <laughs> Okay, so let's say Trump does get elected, which I think it's more of a possibility than people are giving credit for. Yeah. Especially the fact that he's an outsider. Oh, God. How long, how long have people been talking about, oh, we need someone, oh who, my God. Like, we need someone who's not a politician to come in and fix? It's going to be Trump. And, I don't, they, I don't and, they, and they never answer that for anything else. You're never like, I have a leak in my sink. I yeah. better get an outsider on this. I'm sick of these yeah. plumber oriented Maybe solutions. an electrician can get this handled. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the stupidity of fucking Americans of this idea of like, you know, we, we need to reinvent the wheel. Like, you know who yeah. I want? You know who I want? And that's what my, Trump's offering to do. He's going to be the first person right to run. Move. I know it's, it's not just, the right move. It's going mean, to destroy us. Also, I mean, yeah, it's just the person I want. Being president is somebody who spent their entire life learning how to be president. Right, Richard Nixon. Like I don't want, I don't want, <laughs> Sorry, I don't that want was Richard Nixon. I don't want King Ralph. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't want the guy who's like, oh, I'm a king. Uh, I guess I'll uh, eat these chicken wings and bowl in the palace. Like that's what we're about to do. Yeah. Well, the pro- and then it's also it's not only hiring someone who's an outsider. It's like hiring someone to fix your plumbing who not only has no experience fixing your plumbing but hates the whole idea of a plumbing system. Yeah. And wants yeah. to just tear your plumbing system out, and that's their solution for fixing your plumbing. But Bernie Sanders, to play devil's advocate, is the same fucking thing on the other side of the equation. Does he want to dismantle government? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Really? <laughs> yeah. well, really? Yeah, the thing is, he uh, wants to dismantle government in the structure in which it's funded by private interest, which is what it's been for a hundred years. There's an article. And I don't, I'm not naive enough to believe that'll ever change. There's an article. I talked about this in the last podcast. There's an article on CNN about Hillary Clinton and about how uh, she's late to all her campaign stops. Typical woman. They make it a point <laughs> in that article that it's especially young voters. Everyone they interview who's really bothered by it and seems like maybe they're not sold on Clinton mm-hmm. is a young person, a minority, and a student, which is weirdly everyone Trump is going to be pushing his plan to. So that's weird that that narrative is already starting, but I'm just a crazy person. But Well, do you remember when she was running in 2008? She had this campaign video. It was like, Hillary for you and yeah. me. And it was like, God damn it, Hillary. Is this really what you think young people want? So, so let's say he gets... She thinks they want Lena Dunham. <laughs> let's oh. say he gets elected by appealing to that in people. Because it's not just students. That's an American thing. Like, especially people on the internet. He's also going heavily after freelancers. It's important to mention. Hmm. People who want instant gratification. His plan, if he comes in right away, for one thing, just deporting illegal immigrants, I don't think is going to require a lot of... Like, it's not, he's not going to have to go to Congress and say, hey, can we get all these people who are uh, literally breaking the law right now out of the country? He's mm. not going to have to get permission to do that part. I don't know. I don't think. Like, what why about, would he? What about people who represent agricultural states? Like, what if people in California and Texas? Well, and no, no, that's the thing. He Arizona. might, he, people mm. might not like it, but he's not going to have to get around any laws 
to deport people who are here illegally. But here's an interesting question. It would, be one, question. The, how it would do you, be one of the biggest things the country's ever tried to do. And how would you right, get rid of right. Right. Well, well, he also would, wants to triple immigration and customs enforcement. He wants to triple that inside. I know it's all yeah, funny, I mean, the but I he's thought, got like, fucking answers for all of this. Yeah, well, the thing is... And that's why it's not funny. He yeah. has answers that are nonsense, though. It would take 20 years and hundreds also, of like, billions of dollars. Millions of dollars. And destroy our economy. It wouldn't create right. any money. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah, we're trying to but think we, of things that create money. No, no it would it would create something that just sucks money he, for no reason. No, it wouldn't yeah. it wouldn't suck money out if you replace the fucking people doing the jobs. Yeah. And that's his plan. Well, All of these opportunities are gonna be there. I know okay. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. He can't. He'll never sell this to anyone, I'm sure. But that's his plan. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's gonna appeal to people is he's gonna say, look, they'll be gone right away. Mm-hmm. Those opportunities will be open right away. He's got a refugee program for American kids in his immigration plan. That's not think, a subtle thing. He's think, very obviously planning on taking kids in one situation and putting them in another situation. How does he open those opportunities up without deporting not only illegal immigrants, but their families? He's made it a point that deporting illegal immigrants will not break up families. So you're going to have kids who were in schools. Now they're not in those schools. Someone needs to replace those kids in schools. He knows just taking illegal immigrants out of the country is going to destroy the economy. And that's why his entire plan is based on just shifting those opportunities to a different demographic. And one thing that makes him appealing, you talked about how he's appealing to freelancers. black people back in the fields. I'm sorry, but that's his fucking plan. It's part of it, but it's, you're talking about tri- you're talking about how he's going to triple immigration, and everything. A lot of industries are going to be in favor of that because, like, look at the tech industry. And l- listen, how many people they want to bring in from India and Pakistan to work and, those and jobs, when, when, and they get caught in green And when laws. people like enlightened liberal types like us go, "Oh, he's just going to give people jobs in fields," he'll go. You were fighting for immigrants to keep those jobs. Why were they okay for them? So you're okay with Mexican immigrants doing those jobs. Well, I think that's degrading. But for some reason, you think black people are above that work? One Uh, of the few areas where I'm in in the liberal camp is in that regard of I don't think American citizens will do the work. I do think that's why immigration thrives here, legal or otherwise. Yeah, because we destroyed all their agriculture jobs. That's why yeah. they came here to do no, it. No, but what I'm saying is is I've worked in a position where I interviewed thousands of people and hired hundreds over the last 10 years. And, you know, the average kid coming out of college doesn't want to do anything that doesn't automatically pay them $65,000 a year for having a degree. And they just won't. But you're not. We're not well, talking about the of, average yeah, kid coming I'm out of saying, college. No, we're talking I, yeah. about kids who are never going to go to well, college. Yeah, but I mean, we're even, talking about kids who might die on their way to school. Yeah, but even you think them, they don't, don't want to be somewhere in the Midwest. No, I don't. I don't think they would just jump on a bus and go be a farmer. I don't think it's so. not just going to be farms. There's going to be school opportunities. Like illegal immigrants don't just work on farms. Like no, it's a that. big industry. It's it's redistributing wealth. Basically, mm-hmm. they've built an economy, and we're going to take that economy from them. And give it to inner city black people. Yeah, one of the biggest issues employment-wise facing black people is the destruction of a lot of government sector jobs. It used to be that bus drivers, people who work in uh, train stations, well, stuff like that, used to be African Americans who were middle class jobs. You get a city bus driver job and make a good wage. And now, like government is cutting hiring by tremendous amounts, so people no longer have black middle class police officer, post office worker, you know, any sort of. Maybe we'll work. have that when he triples the size of immigration and customs enforcement. More customs officers. That would be a great job if you were a poor middle class black kid in Baltimore. You know, you, yeah. That's the thing. You don't have the same level of parents and able to be, coach their kids through those jobs because they don't exist anymore. It yeah. used to be that's like a, that's one of the your things your he talks about a lot is how these a job. is how kids in these areas don't have parents anymore. Yeah. Like that's the thing he's really focusing on is that these neighborhoods are so fucked up. These kids don't even have parents. And, yeah, and that's how you get job opportunities. And, that's how he got opportunities. And that's dad. just another way he's going to, if he doesn't sell it to liberals, he'll make them really uncomfortable. Because what do you say? Okay, well, we can't deport Mexican kids and send them back to a country that's just overrun with guns and violence. Now, what if you're a kid in Chicago who's living in that right now, and Donald Trump is saying, no, yeah, they're here illegally. We need to get them out so this kid can go be there. And you're on the liberal side going, no, we can't send them to Mexico. It's too violent there. And this kid's going to be like, it's pretty violent here, yeah, too. It's yeah. also Why like- don't you want to help me? Why do you want to help them? And I know everyone thinks it's racist of Trump. By the time the election is happening, he's going to make everyone else look racist. He's yeah. going to make people explain why they aren't racist 
because they would rather help illegal immigrants than kids in black communities. And, it's also, and who's going to have an answer? Yeah. Well, it's also a thing where legal Mexicans are really embarrassed by a lot of the ways that a lot of illegal immigrants yes, act. Yes, yeah. You know, people, it's like the equivalent of my cousins from Florida. They yeah, act like yeah. backwoods idiots, and they're embarrassing. I argue and they have with kids the kids too early, and, they, and they're trashy, and I don't like them, and I, I don't want to be associated with them. I argued with a kid on Twitter who's Mexican who said he just wants the bad ones out of the country. Exactly. Why are you so mad? And that's... Here, That's not here, a crazy yeah. racist white kid yelling at me. That's a Mexican kid. Yeah. Yeah. And Who's more embarrassing than your own not, family? It's not going to be as hard to sell people on as we think because we all want to think it's just racist. Do you think you can and sell it? He's the, not going to sell it as a racist thing. Here's the question it's then. It's going to be a disaster. Do you, so think about the execution of that order of actually deporting those people. They're not going to go willingly. So here's the question Do you think the military, which is like what? 75% non-white now? Do you think they're actually going to carry out what might end up feeling like a holocaust of the Yeah, because people? he'll well, they go, kill because plenty he'll, of non-white people over across the East. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, with that. yeah, yeah. but there's a narrative to that. I mean, they're, they're yeah, because, bullshit. There's a story behind Because that. he'll go to them and say, hey, he'll, they he'll sell them a line of bullshit, too. If they wanted opportunity, they could have just joined the military like you did. Why aren't they lying Yeah, there's plenty of people the who do that. It's, a, it's one of the easiest paths I'm to telling you, he's not going to sell it as racist. I don't think he's even going to approach white people with this shit. Why does he need to? All of the fucking crazy white racists he's courting are going to be on board with deporting yeah, they immigrants. Well, they're already on board. White yeah. supremacy groups have already endorsed them. Yeah, and that will end up hurting them eventually, too. The way his, everything he's doing could play out, it's going to fucking eat this country. Like, imagine if you're one of the white racists who's supporting Donald Trump, and he runs everything up to the national convention you think is geared toward just getting Mexicans out of the country and letting you keep your guns. And then at the last minute, he adds this weird wrinkle where he's like, oh, also, no one's allowed to be racist anymore. Everything I'm doing is business. If you're racist, that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. And imagine you're one of those white people who just had all of that racial shit stoked. And then he gets elected and he lets you keep your guns. But the only people prospering are black people or minorities. That's going to stoke that shit more. What if the only neighborhoods after, say, three, four years, Trump's plans start working? He's mm -hmm. shipping people out of fucked up neighborhoods, redistributing throughout the country. Gun violence is going down. But in the Midwest, where none of these programs are aimed towards, you know, poor white people, they're still meth. They have all the guns. What happens when they become those fucked up inner city communities and they start asking for help? Who's going to help them? Maybe the rich people will help them. Maybe he'll Maybe. make the rich people help. Maybe. They always say the rich will eventually be the last the poor have to eat. They'll just eat the rich. But what you don't could think the he'll rich get people say Congress? If, if the country got so far out of hand because he stoked up all these racial tensions and mm -hmm. then focused everything on black people, let white people keep the guns, now white people are out fucking marauding and looting, and he turns to the rich people who supported him at first and goes, okay, well, now we need to give some of your shit to them to help them. What could he really say? Are they going to say, no, we thought you were just going to do that to Mexicans? Well, no, that's racist. Uh, we're not in Donald Trump's America. You're not racist. So now why don't you want to help? They're just white people. Like, even if you were racist, I'm just asking you to help white people. So now why don't you well, want to do it? But it's going to be just that... not care about the country. Rich people yeah, don't want to be... help now. What do you no, mean? no, I know. It's going yeah. to be that 47% Mitt Romney thing. I know. Thing and what like, happens when people... he forces them to? I just you think you can't force them to. Then they're going to get someone else to do it. Yeah, within they're get someone else to be president. It's what they do now. I know. With I just think if you're going to say that it's going to take three years for anything to go into effect, we have such I a short term take, memory. I didn't say it would take three years. I was just estimating. I'm just I, telling I mean, you. I just think everything about his plan is capable of making people using their beliefs against them. Like at one point. If you're a really... I love it. It's like the Scarlet Witch. But think about it. If you're a rich person <laughs> right <Sun> now, <laughs> if you're a rich person right now who's thinking, oh, yeah, you're right, that is wealth redistribution, but it's not happening to me. It's just happening to Mexicans I don't care about. When he comes full circle five, six years later and goes, okay, now we need to redistribute your wealth. What can you say? You voted for it once. That's exactly how this shit happens. People... Everything in Nazi Germany was, well, I didn't think they'd come for me. First they came for the Jews, then they came for me, mm -hmm. and then they came for me. I just think people have such radical and expectations then what happen and then, for change. And then what happens, it's already 1% of the people in this country have all the wealth. Mm -hmm. 
Well, like, what's so radical about Trump maybe making it 0.2%? And it's just him and a few other people. You think Trump wouldn't want that? No, definitely. I mean, Trump, you, no, you make tr- Trump would never. Trump would never want to enact a plan that would take all of the fucking wealth in this country and basically give it to him. No way. But he likes he likes America to be a superstar and to be number one in the world. So if we lose our status of how many millionaires and billionaires we have. Then we don't look classy and cool to other countries. No, he doesn't care about that. Oh, he, he loves class. <laughs> no, he doesn't care about us looking rich. <laughs> if we just look like the best, he'll be fine with that. If we yeah. look like the best and it makes him rich. He'll be all right with that. Yeah. One of the most interesting things about all of your theories is who you think he'll pick as a running mate. Oh, yeah, Ben Carson. Ben Carson. I think Ben Carson will be his running mate. Dr. Carson. Why wouldn't he pick Ben Carson? And why wouldn't Ben Carson do it? Especially if Trump is campaigning directly toward inner city communities. Why would Trump Carson not be yeah, an unbeatable ticket? I wish I had a reason to. I know. but mm-hmm. to, to Or explain argue. why Ben Carson didn't throw him under the bus over that anti-vaxxer shit on the debate. Ben Carson had a perfect chance. Isn't Ben Carson Car- kind of anti-vax? Ben Carson's a, no, one he's... of the most respected neurosurgeons in the no, world. No, no, but I thought he had said some things before that no, were sort of like, you should have choice and personal choice about your health stuff. He, he said, said that pretty unequivocally that, no, you vaccinate your kids. There's he's no also, he's uh-huh. also yeah. super pro-life. I mean, if you yeah. if you watch debates. But, and see, that's yeah. the but thing. I also Trump's, don't, Trump's not pro-life. I also, don't, yeah, I also don't buy that out of a lot of the Republican candidates. I think when you see Rubio talk about being pro-life, he's very, like, one foot in, one foot out. Like, I, I don't think a lot of those candidates really are. I think they're just trying to... They're just trying to fall in line with the drums that the public wants beaten yeah, on that side of the ticket. Howard Stern talked to Trump about it, and he talks about talking to Trump about it. He's like, you don't really seriously believe in this stuff, do you? And he was like, well, you, you know, yeah, yeah, sure. And he was like, really? And he's like, you don't think if a woman gets in a situation, she'll be able to take care of it? He's like, oh, I don't know, you know? He's so Trump been, is not, Trump is pro-life? He's not pro-life. He no. says he is now, but he's he's never really cared about it. And he's I just think anyone, oh, but all he has to do, all he has to do, all he has to do is years. say, all he has to do is say, yeah, yeah. And don't forget that well, if we're also, Planned Parenthood carries on through the election, that's going to be an issue because yeah. I mean, it's not about selling baby parts, obviously, but that's what that side is trying to make it. Yeah. And don't forget that's an issue that will divide black voters yeah it's passion or religious issue. voters yeah. which that's a huge part of the black vote predominantly huge part of the, the the latino vote a lot of catholics i'm telling yeah, you unfortunately don't <laughs> be so confident that he can only win with white people i feel like so many people are like well i mean sanders will get the black vote and why no we, I why because sanders he's a, Demo- get the black vote because he's a democrat no like he, black lives matter has been protesting he would shit. only get elected if people thought he was related to Dion sanders it's the only way it could happen he's not <laughs> I can't think of two Sanders that are less related. <laughs> Deion Sanders is closer to Colonel Sanders than yeah. he is to Bernie Sanders. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. But I, I just think that, I mean, Donald Trump, I don't think he really cares about that. But your assumptions also presume that he's going to work hard as the president, which if we're looking at his other industries, does he work that hard? He went bankrupt several times. And he I, know com- I know comics industries. who've gone bankrupt yeah, several I mean, he, times. I, mean, I know. He tells me nothing. They don't say that their whole industry is making money. But they're he's not rich, like, but I'm he's awesome rich again. at making money. Yeah, but it's, it, that bankruptcy for people like that is a strategy of maintaining wealth. It has nothing to do with failing. It's just... It's a way well, of using Well, his casinos failed and his golf resort in Scotland failed. He's a big fucking failure. No, but I mean, like, companies file bankruptcy strategically oh, yeah. all the time. That's, oh, what, he's, know that's what he says. He's like, you know, oh, these aren't failures. These are strategic business moves. Yeah, but I, I mean, I just, he's failed before in running for president. He's failed to gain attention a couple of times. Yeah. Guy can't even keep a marriage together. Come on. Yeah, Two divorces? Gross. It's creepy. Gross. His whole thing is... And it's you know he just, said he'd fuck his daughter if he could? Yeah, well, he said... That makes yeah. two of us. Yeah, he said he would date her yeah. or something like that. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he was talking about how hot, awesome and hot she was. What's creepy is if you... She's also were, really smart. I don't know who she got that from. She must have got it from their mother. Yeah. No. Her mother was like a skier, those then people. A lot of head then injuries. It, then, it's, uh, then it's one of those genetic anomalies. No, I don't think Donald Trump is stupid by any means. I just don't think he works. he's as hardworking as he thinks he is. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be that ambitious feel, a president. I feel like we're really reaching for ways to dismiss him as... I think he's. A, I think he's definitely president. a potential candidate. I don't know how probable it is. It's very possible. I think it's super possible. I think it's as possible as anyone else on the Republican side. Mark Rubio, though, he's so sassy. <laughs> is he? I don't. Nobody gets. He's got weird about here. Mark. They Rubio. like him. Yeah, people like him. They like Rubio. They like Ben Carson. I don't know. I just think it's so I like divided. Ru- I like Rubio. I don't think he can win, but I like him. I mean, see, you that's know, the it's thing. Funny. We're really... I took one of those political polls. 
And at the top of my list was Rubio. It was like 77%. And the 23% we disagreed on was all his pro-life shit. But then right below that, the person I was most connected with was Bernie Sanders. And then Jeb Bush and then Hillary Clinton. So that tells you how gray the political lines are in yeah. this you, uh, Did you find out which Disney princess you would be after that? No. I think there's a lot of people out there who can be swayed. I think there's a lot more undecided Yeah, well, do you remember... When Gore was running with Bush, and then they had that Rage Against the Machine video where they melded them into one guy, and they were like, yeah. he's the same dude! It was mind-blowing. <laughs> yeah, and they ended up being yeah. exactly the same. Do you remember how Al-, Al Gore and George Bush were like the same guy? No difference. Yeah, how about that? No one thought Bush was going to win. That was quite the reveal in the middle of the 2000 election when they were like, <laughs> so notice how we've never been in the same room together? <laughs> the Tyler Durden moment. And then they both t- ripped off their faces and showed their lizard skin. <laughs> yeah. So, Josh, do you think Trump has a chance to win? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, not on board with this premise at all. Like, nobody... <laughs> uh, you never see a candidate this early... The candidate this early who's always, like, leading never ends up mattering. He's just absorbing all this energy and, and residual, like, anti-Obama racism and the remnants of the Tea Party movement and all this just reactionary stuff. But once you get down to people actually having to build platforms and state opinions, he doesn't have anything. He's really good at appealing to what people are afraid of. And that's what he's been doing for decades. It's the basis of all his reality TV shows and every Mm. opinion he's ever come on TV is being like, look at this boogeyman. I can help it because I'm rich and I'm Donald Trump. And then he'll fizzle out because well, how are you going to build a wall oh well i've built buildings uh like that simplest right, but, can't wait thing, for a giant right, gold like, wall the between mexico and america but he's got explanations he's got explanations in his actual plan for how he would pay for it but they're gibberish no not necessarily they, they you can they just involve uh intercepting remittance payments that people send back home which it's not like they send that shit on the back of a donkey yeah. Like, we know how to intercept yeah, money, money orders. from groups that we have decided are our enemies. We are fucking great at that. And that's one of the main ways he wants to pay. Like, he's got, it's all in there how he's going to pay for it, and it's really not as crazy as people want it to be. Us taking a large amount of money from a group of people that we think is damaging the country is what the fuck we do. And we do it quick. We could do that shit overnight. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have to be walking up to illegal immigrants and saying, give me your money. He could just go to the businesses that have been proven to be harboring illegal immigrants and seizing their assets to pay for it. That's the same fucking thing, and no one would see it any different. But the businesses won't support him or allow that to happen. The businesses won't have any choice. They are breaking the law just like the illegal immigrants is what he'll say. Yeah. So, I mean, the big corporations that are breaking the law don't have any influence on the election. They're not going to be... We're not talking about big corporations. We're talking about shitty businesses in the Midwest that employ illegal immigrants. We are talking about big corporations because... Big corporations don't employ illegal immigrants. It's all... Yeah, it's all linked sure. together. We have the big corporations who do run the election. And you think that big corporations won't let their shitty businesses at the bottom of the chain fall? You think they're really going to fight for those motherfuckers? Do you think when that, it comes that, out, if, if all the illegal immigrants out, are kicked out of the country, then the economic ramifications would be huge no, for those big corporations? No, they wouldn't because he's would. going to replace those jobs. That's the whole fucking point. He's got that hole filled. That is his entire thing is it won't collapse our economy that economy is there he's just going to shift new people into yeah it. that's too radical if i was a business conservative i know it's if, too radical that's saying, why i don't want him to get fucking elected of course if i was, Jesus if, Christ. If, if I was a business insider i would more likely be more likely to elect someone like rubio or ben carson who's more malleable as a figure than someone who's so decisive and has so many radical plans that would scare me okay let's hope so and those jobs aren't going to get filled you can't just funnel everybody out of the inner city that won't happen why not? it's it's exactly his plan i mean there's there's millions of reasons for everybody why they don't have we ever leave seen the inner city yeah have we like ever seen that family ties are you sure have, yeah you have you lived there yeah but have you <laughs> been forced to inescapably live in a place like baltimore or fucking chicago where you have no goddamn choice and everything you've been told your entire life is you better be good at sports or you better sell drugs or you're never gonna fucking get out of here that's all people have been told. No, I've not done that personally, but I worked in the prison in Washington, D.C., and I've worked with oh. members in the reentry program and talked to those kids, and there's a million reasons why they don't yeah, up and exactly. leave. When they get locked up and sent to a federal prison in Colorado and they get shipped across the country because that's how that works, their families can't even go afford to go visit them. Two parents, their only kid gets shipped off to Colorado, and they can't 
just move across the country. They can't leave. So he moves the to whole family. He's talking about moving entire families out of the country. Yeah, I don't think people would submit to that. I mean, the only thing that poor inner city black people they fear don't have to more than to it. violence have is to the woods. <laughs> you can't, yeah, but you can't rearrange people in the country. Okay, like, that's great, but I'm just telling you that's exactly board. what he's going to do. That's his plan. And not everyone is going to think about it as critically as you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's no, as simple as like when the, you... But So now all of a sudden, all our faith is in how great American voters... Such sound decision making. Well, how they turn up for things that matter, too. Yeah. It's the same people that bitch about smoking yeah, bans so when, when they didn't show up to vote against them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or the number of people who will vote for Trump ironically because they think it's so funny. Well, do you know how scared old people are? They're scared of change. That's why they didn't like Barack Obama. I just think they're scared of radical change. I don't think it's going to work. But it yeah. won't sound like radical change to them. It'll just sound like getting Mexicans out of the country. But on one hand, you have the fact that his, his ideas don't work critically. You think about it, you look at it, it wouldn't actually work. So he can't get that vote. But on the other hand, the, his choices won't benefit businesses and the powers that be because they don't make sense and they won't work. And exporting all the illegal immigrants, getting rid of all the illegal immigrants, getting everyone out of here won't help the people who funnel the money into the election. So he won't get that support from that direction either. He's just going to have the reactionary, angry white people vote who go to elections and say, hey, Trump, how are you going to get rid of all the Muslims in the country? And he so says, you think uh, no black people are going to vote for him if he presents I'm plan. sure he's going to get votes if he... And you don't, sure you don't think he stands a chance of winning the black vote with this plan? I think that his plans are too nonsensical and upset things too much. And also, that, he's to who? Too like, much who's thinking they're nonsensical? Well, you, th- you think the people he's going to pitch this plan to are going to go, no, that's nonsense. Those illegal immigrants should be here, and I should stay here. Take any lobbying group that's going to I'm not talking about lobbying groups. I'm talking about who he's going to be directly gearing his campaign toward. I'm just saying old people. I think it'll he's be, not gonna be what he says about people. Medicaid and Social Security. It's, it's really obvious who he's going to be campaigning to. Yeah. If you look at his immigration plan. People who don't vote. Very, people. Yeah, people who don't vote, so no one thinks about them. No one talks about them. They're not represented in government. And now finally here comes a guy who's talking about nothing but them. Yeah. Nothing but them and the community they've lived in forever that no one has cared about. Well, they're going to share memes, but they're not going to go to the polls. That's a very safe way to think about it. You're right. There's absolutely no way he's going to get young people to vote. I don't think Obama so. did, but no way Trump will. Yeah, because, I mean, Obama's a lot more appealing to young people than Donald Trump is. Until Donald Trump is offering them jobs yeah. and opportunities. Yeah. Well, I mean, young people didn't handily win him in the election every state. He does still get some old people to vote for him. Why are we talking about old people? What do they have to do they with They vote. Anything? Old people vote. I know they vote. And you think they're going to vote for Bernie Sanders? A lot of them are. Vote for Clinton? I think a lot of them are. A lot of the old people I talk to, because they're institutions. They're safe. They represent security. They're representing taking their interests into account, not radically changing the system. What do old people always say they care about? Dying in their own homes, living in their own communities, being around their own people. It's not going to be appealing. They'll want to hear from a politician who will revitalize Philadelphia and Baltimore and Chicago. They don't want to hear, eh, we're kind of done with that now. We're going to leave that to wither. We're going to take you out here. So you're saying old people That sounds like being taken out back and getting shot in the head. Yeah. So old people are going to... They're, they're baseball. Gonna, yeah, people really really grandma and grandpa are the sensible ones. No, they're gonna not. they're gonna set us straight. Okay, I'm glad that the group that is expected to be the sensible one shifts every time the argument changes. No, Republicans won't let that. No, old people won't let that. Well, happen. old people and Republicans are Someone's the same thing. Old people and Republicans—that's one and the same. <laughs> so, what if he does get elected? Then what do you do? Do you leave the country? What if he can't? You might he not shuts be able the borders. to. Yeah. Because yeah. if he shuts our borders, people aren't going to let us go no. to their fucking country. That's probably true. We'll, well I probably mean, get a really good wave of anti-establishment music if he's elected. Yeah, that'd be oh, awesome. Yeah. You know, great, he'll get whatever comes after. Well, yeah. you never, again, Neo, but you punk. never really yeah, know. Yeah, because like, <laughs> it won't even be punk anymore because we had punk and then we had gangster rap and then we haven't really had anything to kind yeah. of fill It'll the be void Neo, for a What are you guys talking about? Coldplay is not revolutionary punk music? Well, we were, I was talking about that clip I'd sent about Jerry Brown in 92. They were doing a choose or lose thing, and they had all these like liberal celebrities. They're like, Jerry Brown's gonna make it, and they're like at a yeah. B52s concert. And everyone's talking about how he's a different candidate and everything. No one mentions Bill Clinton whatsoever. So I mean, our cultural memory is pretty short. We still have a lot of months to go through. Anything can happen. I wouldn't be surprised. I know anything can happen. I wouldn't be. I mean, who knows what the fuck's gonna happen with him? Or Ben Carson could get a huge surge ahead of him. Or I don't know. Or there could be Rubio. a terrorist attack, and they find that the terrorist came across the border. 
border from Mexico. Exactly. It could be lots of things. And then we're all terrified by that. Yeah. Or yeah. See, we it, passed this or act yeah. back in the 70s that would let him declare a state of emergency and he'd like be able to usurp the Constitution. Oh, my Jerry God. Jones. It's the Turner Diaries. Christy and Jerry Jones. I'm sorry if it sounds like the Turner Diaries. No, don't apologize. It just does. I'm sorry what the fuck it sounds like. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. I don't care if it makes me sound crazy. I would rather be talking about it and sound crazy and be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. The scariest yeah. thing is me there's too. not a there is not another candidate that I think even anybody at this table could say that the public likes enough to be a threat to him. Yeah. Everyone is just divided on all the other candidates so much and it's like there's not you know, the thing about Obama is Obama's the only Democrat I ever voted for, but it was really just because he had leadership qualities. You know, he spoke like somebody who could put some fucking thought into things. He was well spoken. Yeah. Yeah, Clean. No, no, and just, you know, he just seemed like someone intelligent enough for the job. There's not a single person that jumps out. So why not the guy who's, you know, fire and brimstoning it? And how many people have found themselves saying this? Whether you like what he has to say or not, you have to appreciate his willingness to say it. Oh, God. And 90% of the voting public. We'll go on that emotion and when they're in the booth. Of like, well, me. at least we're all in on this fucking it's guy. It's uh, like, uh, you know, you don't have to say they're hot or not. It's just nice that they're willing to show their genitals. It's like, no, no, there yeah. should be more to it than that. You yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about porn now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's oh. like in porn. It's like it's like it's like jerking off to someone just because they showed up. It's like, yeah. no, you should be a little selective. You I'm know very I mean? selective. You should be selective. Well, Hillary Clinton, I don't like her, but I don't think she would do a horrible job as president. I don't need to like someone to think they can do a competent job at something. If Hillary Clinton shows up, there's no way I'm jerking off yeah. to her. Yeah. At this point in 2007, where was Obama as far as visibility goes? I'm just wondering, like, with timeline? Because in my head, I'm remembering these things as it's, way, it's so early that you can still have this guy who's running the polls and everything, and it won't matter. Well, there's only one candidate, I think, that could emerge late that could change the game, which is Joe Biden. If Joe Biden decides... <laughs> if Joe Biden going to fucking vote for, for Joe Uncle Biden. Joe, dumb if, Uncle Joe. I don't think I would vote for what if Joe he, Biden. No. What if he embraces Two the onions? Oh. What if he embraces the onion series about him that's been going since... Obama's election. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. the kind of stupid shit people go for, so I could see that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Well, well, and the bottom line is he's the only one who's really been in the White House with a job for any amount of time. So, yeah. Yeah. People would Gore. just go, Worked for Gore. Yeah. Secretary of State. That's how we beat Bush. Uh, well, yeah, but she, was, she left like halfway through yeah. the second term, right? Yeah. 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 She had to go make some fucking cash for her. No <laughs> one's fucking voting for Joe Biden. Uncle Joe. I promise you, no one's going to vote for Joe Biden. As much as I would love to see a first lady, Jill Biden. And imagine that, Trump versus Joe Biden among <laughs> young black voters. The guy who was on Celebrity Apprentice for 14 years versus the motherfucker who's just been a politician his whole life. Well, at least he has a black friend that he can reference. Yeah, so will, so will Trump if he runs with Ben Carson. Yeah, Arsenio yeah. Hall was it'd be called Celebrity me, Apprentice. It would be called me and my black friend coming the next election. Mm-hmm. Ben Carson puts me to sleep every time he does an interview by himself. Yeah, that's the thing. He can't run on his own. Because he's a surgeon. He puts everyone to sleep. Yes. But if he runs with Trump, it's it's going to look like a a brains and brawn kind of thing. Like, this is the smart guy who just has all the answers. Like, that'll make people feel comfortable. I want Arnold to run. Yeah, it's Trump. But we do have, like, at least he's running with Ben Carson. That guy will keep him in check. Yeah. People will like that. Like that that'll be the intelligence half. And they're both outsiders. One's mm-hmm. a doctor, one's a government. Yeah, because they'll be like, what are the biggest issues? Healthcare and the economy. Boom. Boom. Bubba boom. Baba booey. But no chance. Yeah, should we even do yeah, let's do comments. <laughs> fucking comments. <laughs> we just do voicemails this week. Big world out there. People fucking say things. People goddamn fucking care. Your voice matters. What this segment's called. Read your stupid comments. <gasps> In the past few episodes, respond to him personally. Regis Philbin never acted like this. <laughs> Regent F- Regis Philbin. I said region. <laughs> Regent Philbin. <laughs> How did they replace him with Michael Strait? It's a terrible one to one. Yeah. He just. It's kind of like just... replacing Barack Obama with Donald Trump. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just Ooh. as preposterous. It's a lot like that. Yeah. All right, fade it out, Brett. You got it. All right, we have voicemails. Yeah, we're not. We do only comments. voicemails this week. Only voicemail. You can call the voicemail line at five zero five three unpop. That's five zero five three eight six seven six seven seven. Okay, here we go. Hey Adam, hey Brett, this is John from Berkeley. I have a question for you guys about public transportation. Oh, Berkeley. If you sit down next to a homeless person, is it rude to later stand up and go to the other side of the bus before your stop comes because they smell so bad you no. can't stand it any longer? No. I did this today, and I'm trying to figure out 
if I feel bad because of that or because the person in question was missing a hand. <laughs> anyway, thanks for taking my question. You guys rock and keep bringing back Maria Shahada. She's the best. Bye. You should have moved the second you got yeah, there. Yeah, you move immediately if they're, if they're stinking up the place. Oh, yeah. New York City. I've, I've gone go off there. the bus because of smelly people. Yeah. I'd be like, I'll get another to, one. You, you uh, ring up the see something, say something line and uh, have someone come gentrify that bus for you. You go to New York City and the subway pulls into the station and one car is completely empty. You do not go in that car. No. Yeah. It's a smelly yeah. car. It smells like Dookie. There's a guy sleeping under the bench somewhere. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, been, I've been on the subway before when a guy shit his pants and it's just, there's, there's no way. Can't do it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> I just assume that's what it is. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, I, the bitch about public transportation is like, yeah, that's what it is, man. No, it doesn't have it's to be that way. Shit. There are it's plenty gonna... of countries all over the world where they have clean public transit where people aren't shitting their pants all the time. Well, it's a, I, I, think it's a, I think what we can all agree on is it's a choice to shit your pants. <laughs> Actually, a guy in Chicago was getting off the subway and threw a bag of shit in a woman's face. Oh, no. Like a garbage oh, like a plastic no. shopping do bag. What did she do? <laughs> Nothing. Like, the train doors open and he just hurled it at her. <laughs> And I just remember thinking it's my most nightmare scenario I could yeah. ever imagine in public transit. It's getting a what bag she of poo. Just caught it and threw it back. Oh, at what, like oh. Kurt Russell in Big Trouble in Little yeah. China? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just palm that shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. The old poop chop express. <laughs> what? Pork chop. Never mind. <laughs> See, that's where we have all this misapplied ingenuity. Like, if that person took the thought and effort that it took to shit into that bag... It's pretty easy to shit in a bag. Toss it... Well, not in my experiences. (laughs) But, yeah, and then... we're gonna get we're gonna get him <laughs> just you bet that's a day like I don't know if you guys realize this but shitting in a bag and attacking someone with it that's a whole day for someone <laughs> yeah you take a nap they after that yeah there's nothing else that's just well I've done my thing for the day yeah, you so. go back to your mom's apartment how is work nobody's throwing bag shit bombs on their lunch break and getting back to the factory oh, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> that'd be awesome though Let's do that. What'd you do on your lunch, Brett? Ah, we just shit in bags and threw it into unsuspecting people at their homes. and Mm -hmm. It was green because of the Whoppers. Yeah. Mm. Way to bring it all back around. Yeah. Circle back. Do we have another voicemail? No, we should get out of here. Yeah, we should get the fuck out of here. That was fun. Was it? I hope Trump locks you up first. Good. <laughs> you motherfucker. What do you, you, you got all these harsh opinions. What do you think? What are you going to do when he Who are you going to vote in? for? What are you going to do in that voting booth? Uh, I'm not going to vote, gonna vote for Trump just so you could say you were right. No, I'm not. Why would I vote for Trump? Just, why would I say just so all you this could shit say, and vote for Because Trump. I think you're more of a narcissist than you're afraid of Trump. It's a very good point. You think, think I'm point. saying all this because I'm a narcissist? The twist is Adam's no, no, no. want to be right because you want to be right. No, I want to be, like, be completely fucking you. wrong. I told you. I've been saying October that October 6, 2015, I recorded mother a podcast. fucking time. I've been saying I want to be wrong. I hope I'm wrong about this. But I'm Don't sorry. I'm right. also the only person who seems to give a shit that there's a blatant fucking Nazi leading the Republican Party right now. Hey, we I'm showed sorry, up. I'm sorry that seems so crazy of me. Oh, my God. You're right. Maybe we need Nazis. Is well, that what we're going to say? Because like, like, that's what a lot of people are going to say in the, like 12 months. The disappointing thing is this. If he gets elected, it's because the fucking majority of morons want him. And that's that means the it'll be because working. a majority of the morons want him, and because no one gave a shit until it was too late to give a shit. Yeah, or or maybe there's just all the harsh I'm really saying. I don't the know. I feel like I'm really saying. Smart ones. I feel like if the system elects an actual Nazi, then the system isn't. Working. Yeah, let's trust the system. Yeah. <laughs> the system to save us. The system yeah, never like, fails. But like, I think I look at the results of the system and, and, and say whether it's working rather than, well, no, the votes all tallied no, up. No, no, I'm just saying. Like, gives I, birth I think to the, the thing, Antichrist. I think well, the no, thing we right. all, I think the thing we all fear, or we all just assume, is that more, there are more smart people than dumb emotional ones. And that's <laughs> yeah, and that's any of us that's assume not that. the case. That's an insane I'm assumption. Certainly not assuming that. Mm. Well, I'm saying the the voter group that you say like, all I'm really just goes Trump will never be elected. All I'm really saying is he's a bigger threat and we should maybe take him more seriously. I agree. But if we would rather just wait until the Republican National Convention and just see how it shakes out, that's fine too. I'm not going to be able to do shit about it either way. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a thing maybe we should give a shit about a little more because it is our country and that's the person who will run our country. 
And there's not a time frame where you start caring about that. It's not the fucking NBA playoffs. You don't just not yeah. watch because it's game three and no one's going to win. You're supposed to care about this shit all the time. And all anyone's messages right now horrible is... horrible analogy. I only watch game sevens. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, no one watch. <laughs> like, no, this the isn't the same thing. I watch all of the basketball playoffs. I just don't watch any of the regular season. Is that... Is that line up? Am I what you're also about? the problem? <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> the only way I'm showing up to vote is if it's like a baseball game where I can eat an entire box of hot dogs during the nine hours it I takes know. place. That's all anyone's going to show. Well, up Trump for. doesn't need to win to still be terrifying. No. Like just the fact that he has this much popularity does yeah. reflect something. But it's bad enough. All right, I really need to go to the bathroom. All right, me too. <laughs> yeah. All right, we should get the fuck out of here. Josh, do you have anything to plug? I have a column every Tuesday on Cracked called No Hands. Yeah, me and you are both going to be on Tuesdays now. They kicked me out of my spot on Thursdays. Weird. Oh, this will be fun. Yeah. Every morning, checking yeah. the traffic. We're going to compete. We're going to arm wrestle as soon as we get here every morning. Rough. And it's going to be like a standoff because I'm bigger, but I'm not very strong. It's and just... then the arm wrestle won't matter at all because the numbers are the real. Tell mm. who the real man is. Mm, we'll see. It'll be <laughs> like a combined vote. Uh, Laura, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, I'm going to be at the Palace in San Diego on Halloween. I'm doing two shows there. So spooky. spooky. You're in the San Diego area. I'll be around there. And uh, I'm at uh, Blam 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 next week, which is a very fun show over at our bar in Koreatown. Blam Blam Blam. Blam Blam Blam. Justin. Tonight, you can see me uh, at Karma Lounge in uh, Koreatown if you're in the area. No one's in the area. Or if you're Korean. <laughs> Leave your area and come to Koreatown. It'd be nice. <laughs> You'd be Honduran if you live in Koreatown. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have anything to plug. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. All right, Josh, say goodbye. Goodbye. Laura, say goodbye. Thank you, Adam. Bye. Say goodbye, Josh. Bye. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye everybody. <laughs>